Jesus in the everyday me and you. The good news in shoes. This is the good news station. WCNO Palm City. Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning! I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. All through Jesus' life, he was coming to his own. And even in the tomb when he came to Mary. How many, how many of you think Mary ought to know who Jesus is? Hmm? Don't you think Mary ought to know who he is? She was one of the last people to speak to him when he died. And Jesus dies and he gets raised from the dead. And Mary's, Mary's at the garden in the tomb. Because the disciples, Peter and John, ran to the tomb, didn't see nobody. And Peter looked at John and said, well, let's go fishing. He ain't here. They stole the body. Let's go fishing. Them brave disciples. Come on, amen. Somebody thank God for the women. I mean, that was a woman that preached the gospel the first time. Somebody say women ain't supposed to be preachers. Somebody needs to tell Mary. Hmm? It was a woman that preached the gospel for the first time. It was a woman that said, he has risen. Come on, somebody. Amen. Thank God for Mary. Because when Mary, when they went and told Mary, and Mary went down there, Mary, and they said, Mary, I saw an angel. Mary went down there, didn't know what was going to happen. They went fishing. And Mary goes running down there because, you know, being a woman, she can't leave well enough alone. She just runs down there to find out, what do you mean the body's missing? Something's wrong, the body's missing. Well, we ain't having none of that. Let me get down there and find out where the body is. And she gets marched herself down there to the tomb, went up to the tomb, and she came out scratching her head going, well, where's Jesus? What's going on? And a voice came out from behind her, and he said, who do you seek? And she said, I'm looking for Jesus. And she turned around, and she realized that the gardener was Jesus. And she ran and grabbed him by his feet. She said, wait a minute, don't touch me yet. 
I got to go to the Father. In other words, I had to go up there and sprinkle this blood on the mercy seat. Come on, are you here this morning? It was really him. But she had been with him all those years and didn't even recognize him because he showed up in a form that she didn't recognize. He didn't come to her the way she thought she was going to come. The way he thought he was going to come. Come on, amen. That's why without a spirit of revelation, those of us who've been around a church all of our lives, those of us who have grown up in the Pentecostal movement and we've been doing this year after year, we can miss the day of visitation like that because we think we know it all. This is how God moves. Hmm? Come on, amen. And what happens is, is we miss the next move of God. Because we think we know how it works. And we got the superintendent and the bishop and the other superintendent and his bishop and they're all telling us how it goes and it ain't going to come the way we think it is. Come on. I mean, God can show up whenever, whatever he wants to do and do stuff we ain't never even thought of before. Matter of fact, he likes to surprise you. Just when you think you've got him all figured out, that's when he does his most surprising work. I like it when people tell me they got it figured out and they know everything about God. Oh, you do? <laughs> Come on, amen. We can miss the day of visitation because we think we got Jesus pegged and we know what he looks like and we know how he works and we understand the, the anointing of God and, and we know how he responds. And sometimes Jesus is standing right in front of us talking to us and we don't even know who he is. Hmm, that can get dangerous. She ran and she grabbed him. He said, I got to go to heaven. Hmm? Now watch this. What if she had insisted on not letting him go? No, Jesus, I'm not letting you go. How many of you know if she hadn't, if she hadn't let him finish doing what he was doing as far as it concerned the sacrifice, if she didn't let him sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat and, and get up there to heaven, if she had insisted on keeping him right where he was, he wouldn't have never finished the mission and we wouldn't be here today. Hmm? So what are you saying, Pastor? We have to be willing to stop clinging to what was in order to embrace what is. That past glory and past revelation that got you through ain't going to get you through this time. Come on. Because God's doing something new. Say with me, God is doing something new in you. And that's a good thing. Amen? Hmm. So he goes up, comes back the next day. He goes, it's really me. See my hands? See my feet? Huh? Check me out. This is me. Then he meets up later on with these two guys, and they're walking down this road, and they're on their way, the road to Emmaus, and, and they're having this discussion, and, 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 and they're talking about, well, I don't know what's going on down there at Truth Church. That Jason, man, he don't, he don't know where he's coming going half the time. He's done lost his mind, and things are up in there all the time. They got this going on. They got that going on. They got more going on they can handle. They can't never pay their bills. They just they talk, they call it faith, but it's scary to me. I don't understand. It's like a big tall salad down there. We don't know what they're doing. What are they doing down there? Now they got this new guy in here, Justin, who's doing the worship. What's up with that guy? Hmm? Who's this? Changing stuff all the time. He looks different. He sounds different than what we had all the time before. Hmm? Yeah, different people greeting every Sunday. What's going on down there? We've got all this stuff going on. Nothing makes sense anymore to me. And then you hear this statement you hear all the time. I just don't feel comfortable there anymore. Well, we've just become in love with that term comfortable, haven't we? Really, it's just because we don't know how to be honest with ourselves. 
and call it like we see it. We cop out with, I just don't feel comfortable. Hmm? That's the new buzzword in the church. That's the one they use when they just want to leave a church and they don't want to just knuckle down and do what God's called them to do. Amen? I don't feel comfortable. Did you see how they looked at me? Did you see how they acted when I... They, I'm a visitor. They didn't even say hello. What kind of a mess is this? I'm just not comfortable there anymore. I tried that place. It was over the top. Especially that new guy, Justin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what happens when you get welcomed in. You get picked on. I'm just not comfortable getting to church on time. I know it starts at 10. They don't ever start till 10 after anyway. If I get there at 10.15, I'll still get three songs in. I'm not rushing down there to be on time. Hmm? Ooh, Jesus. I'm just not comfortable with all them lights over the stage. It looks like a rock concert in there. Makes me uncomfortable. Hmm. I'm just not comfortable in church. I feel out of place. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount. Or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. I just don't feel comfortable anymore. You know what? I, I just want to say, oh, you big baby, shut up. I went to Truth Church. They told me to shut up. We might change the name to Blunt Church. We tell the truth very bluntfully. <laughs> How many of you realize that Jesus never brought you into the kingdom of God to be comfortable? Amen? He came to upset you from being comfortable. He came to motivate you. He came to turn your life upside down so that you can become what he's called you to become. Now, I know the Holy Spirit is called the Comforter. And when we're afflicted by the enemy, the Holy Spirit can come in to comfort us. But how many of you know that sometimes the Holy Spirit comes in to afflict the comfortable? Mm -hmm. So you don't stay stuck where you are. 
Anyway, these two guys are just walking down the road and, and they're saying, we don't understand what's going on. This all the stuff that's been going on in Jerusalem this weekend. We don't understand it. What happened? Jesus was here. Now he's gone. Now we heard he's back and he's gone again. We can't even keep up with it. And he said to them, he said, well, what are y'all talking about? What, what, are you, what are you trying to say? And they said, we're talking about the Old Testament. We don't understand how Jesus fits in with the Old Testament. We've been trying to figure this stuff out about Jesus. And, and he's carrying on these conversations with these two guys. And he, this, this blows my mind because he walks with them long enough to explain the entire Old Testament. I can't explain two verses in 30 minutes. Do you realize how long of a journey that was? And he begins to explain to them the entire whole Testament on this journey. And they walk far enough for, for, for them to understand the covenant. And they walk long enough for them to understand what Calvary meant and what the cross meant. And then he left. And when they left, they looked at each other and they said, wait a minute, that might have been him. Didn't our hearts burn on the inside of us? Hmm? What are you saying? I'm telling you folks, we get in such cycles of living. We get so wrapped up. In our life from the day to day and the, and, the, and the Mondays and the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays and every Sunday in our routine of coming to church that our perspective becomes very limited because we are creatures of habit and we come in with an expectation of what it's going to be like. And because we think we know what it's going to be like, it hampers our ability to move in the supernatural. Mm. And that's exactly when God shows up and we go, who's that? Who's that? And we don't recognize him. Oh, Jesus. God came to Moses and said, Moses, this congregation that I've sent to the wilderness, that was my plan. I put them there. But they've stayed there longer than they should have. And here's the word of the Lord. You've been there long enough. I love that in Deuteronomy chapter 1, 6. You've been here long enough. Saddle up. Pack up. It's time to get to the promise. Come on, that's a prophetic word over some folks in this house this morning. You've been in that line of thinking long enough. You've been in that cycle of depression long enough. Come on, somebody. You've been there long enough. You've been living around the same mountain long enough. Touch somebody and say, long enough. Listen, listen, listen. If you're going to ever live the dream that God has put on the inside of your heart, then not only do you have to have a willingness to move, which is what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, you've got to move intentionally. You've got to be intentional when you're moving. Come on, somebody. You've got to be directed. You've got to, on purpose, take a step of faith. I've heard people say, well, if the Lord don't want me to have it, then he won't give it to me. You ever heard anybody say that? The Lord wants me to have it, then he'll give it to me. If he don't want me to have it, he won't give it to me. Hmm? Come on, somebody. I mean, if that's your spiritual mentality, you never would have got saved. Isn't that right? Because it wasn't until you made an intentional move towards Jesus Christ and said, Lord, forgive me, come into my heart, that you got saved. You actually had to make an intentional move towards God and believe on the name of Jesus. If you hadn't done it, you couldn't have been saved. That's not a right line of thinking. Amen? 
The Bible says you move towards me and I'll move towards you. Because when you move intentionally, what happens is you begin to activate the faith that's on the inside of you. And that faith comes alive and God is attracted to your faith. He's not attracted to your personality. So Some of y'all got sparkling personalities. That's true. But he's attracted to your faith. Hmm? And listen, he's not attracted to your whining. Woo! I've been to some intercessory prayer meetings where, man, it sounded like a wine fest. Oh, God! Let's <laughs> turn around and see if anybody's watching. Come on. God ain't interested in your whining. He's interested in your faith. Amen. He's not attracted through you going. He is not attracted to you going through the same desperate situation of your life over and over and over and over again. Matter of fact, God wants to see you move on. You've been there long enough. Somebody shout long enough. You gotta let faith rise up in you. And you gotta say, God, I've been here long enough. I've been broke long enough. I've been sick long enough. I've been desperate long enough. I've been mad long enough. I've been angry long enough. I've been upset long enough. Long enough. I ain't staying here anymore. I've been there long enough. And when you get that determination of faith in your heart, then you have the ability to step out in the middle of a Jordan River and see the water begin to go away. Hmm? That's when giants don't intimidate you anymore. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout long enough. I've been struggling long enough. I've been waiting on God long enough. I've had enough of all this mess. I've been sitting on my blessed assurance long enough. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Listen, there comes a time when we've got to take a spiritual assessment of what's been going on in our lives. I mean, we really need to take a hard look at ourselves sometimes. If you've been sitting around in your blessed assurance for three years and you ain't done nothing for God, it's been long enough. Hmm? Long enough. Oh, Jesus. We've got to be honest with ourselves. You know, the problem with people sitting around on their blessed assurance all the time is they don't know how to be honest with themselves. Their whole issue why they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing is everybody else's fault. Come on, somebody. The hardest thing for Pentecostal people to do is to be honest. That's why we named this place Truth Church, to keep us honest. Amen? Come on, because you know why? Pentecostal people want to blame the devil. Isn't that right? And it's my mama's fault. If she hadn't raised me the way she raised me, it's my daddy's fault. And if he hadn't beat me the way he beat me, and it's my boss's fault. It's this sorry job's fault. It's my wife. She won't shut up and leave me alone. She knows I'm trying to be spiritual, and all she does is antagonize me. It's her fault. No, 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 no. Make an assessment of your life. It's your fault. Do something. If you would ever get up, you would have a breakthrough. People pray, praying, oh, it's a, man, I don't know what I got myself into this. People praying for breakthrough for three years. Pastor comes in and says, well, why ain't you had a breakthrough? I don't know. I've been praying. I've been laying in this bed for three years. I've been praying. Well, have you thought about getting out of the bed? It's a start. Hmm? See, we've got to learn. We've got to learn how not to stay where 
we're, we're not supposed to stay longer than we are. Did I say that right? We can't stay there. We've got to learn how to get out. Amen? We can't. This is, you know, the biggest issue is we get codependent. We have this major problem, and not just in the body of Christ, but with people in general, we're codependent. It's our nature. It's our fleshly nature to be codependent on somebody else or something else so that we can get self-assurance and affirmation. So what happens is, is in the body of Christ, we get blessed by God, and then we get comfortable and we get codependent on our comfort zone. God wants me to be blessed. He wouldn't want me to go down there and have someone cuss at my face if I told him about Jesus. No, you're wrong. That's not the right thinking. You're addicted to your comfort zone. You got people fasting and praying for a Bentley for three months. I'm, I'm serious. And when they finally get one, it's the wrong color. And they said a word to nobody about Jesus. Oh, help us, Jesus. We have to move intentionally towards God. You know why we stay where we are most of the time? It's because we get paralyzed by the routine. That's what I was just speaking about. We're people that believe in the God of miracles, but we never want to deal with the impossible situations of our lives. We want to run and stick our head in the sand when things get tough. Come on, isn't that right? Come on, somebody. We want testimonies, but we don't want the test. We just want the monies. Huh? We just want the money, right? But we don't want the test. I mean, you can't have a testimony until you've been through something. Mm, Jesus, help us. You know, I ain't got no problem hanging out with people that don't have anything, but I got a major problem hanging out with people that don't want to be anything. I don't even want to be around people like that. They quench my spirit. I'll hang out with you all day if you're broke, busted, and disgusted because I'll, I'll help you put some Jesus in you. But to see somebody that has potential of God on the inside of them and don't do nothing? Mm, Jesus, talk to me, somebody. Come on. And what's happened in the body of Christ is we begin to lose our sense of adventure and the faith begins to dwindle down. And what was once a bright fire that was burning and raging on the inside of us is now just a little ember glowing. You know? It's just there. We got Jesus in us and... You know, and, 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 we, and, and that's it. We got across the threshold of salvation and we ain't going to do nothing else. Amen? I thank God that I see people in here with passion. I thank God that this house is full of people with a passion for the things of God. That in you, God has put a hunger and a desire to do what's next in your life. I love that about these people in this church. You know, people don't get, they ain't people all over in church this morning, they don't get what we get here. They don't hear what you're hearing. Come on, amen? Thank God for people that don't want to just sit and soak. I mean, soaking's okay every now and then, but if you're soaking some gasoline every now and then, go throw a match on yourself and burn a little. Don't just sit and soak. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, 
service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
Hi folks, tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the Relive Lifestyles program. This is David Leeds. If you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and want a lifestyle you've been dreaming of, let Eileen and I share with you how Relive has changed the lives of many people. Tune in every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. and hear testimonies of people that have found Relive to be the answer. For more information, we are available at 1-888-871-8734.